It's 9.30 on Monday, the 20th of April, 2020. A lot of 20s in there, aren't they? This is our fifth week at it. Oh, my goodness. We hope we get it right. And welcome to Metaphor Monday. Welcome to Radio Blogging, daily shows with interactive activities to keep everyone busy and engaged. Brought to you by Pi Corbett, David Mitchell, Ian Rocky, and Russell Prue. Just listen and blog. It's live, fun, and interactive. And with new educational tasks every day, just head over to radioblogging.net to listen and find out more. Oh yes, good morning, good morning bloggers and welcome to another hour of fabulous creative writing, blogging and poetry to amuse and educate and inform you. Now that sounds familiar, doesn't it? We've got an amazing show for you. It's Metaphor Monday and I can't wait to introduce the gang and get the show on the road. We'd love to hear from you folks. If you have a mobile phone in your hand, you can of course listen to the show by downloading one of our advert-free apps. You'll find the links on the bottom of our website, radioblogging.net, at the bottom there. If you don't have that, you can listen to the show by popping out to the player. Use the pop-out button in the top right-hand corner. If you're new to this, don't worry. We'll lead you through all of the exercises, lots of instruction as we go. You can write a message on our comment or contact page on the site, and you can also drop us an email. We are radioblogging at gmail.com. That's radioblogging at gmail.com. If you want to send a text message on that mobile phone, texts are free from most mobile phones. My text number is 07624 802272. Great ways to get a shout out on the show. And we love reading your work out. We love celebrating your work. This exercise is all about giving young people an audience. And a very good morning to you all bloggers. You are in for a treat. Time now for my favourite bit of the day. Start the day with a slice of pie. This is radioblogging.net. Good morning, Pi. How are you? I am in fine fettle, Russell. It's a lovely sunny morning here. And uh, those of you who've not tuned in before, the last couple of weeks, I have been battling with a mouse. I'm not literally (laughs) battling with a mouse, but we have had a mouse in the house And this mouse has now become so popular that he's acquired himself a Twitter account. His name is Gerald, Gerald the Mouse. And he initially got into my porridge. I had to get rid of the porridge. He then got into my nuts and seeds. I had to chuck the whole lot. I've now got a glass jar with a lid so he can't get at the new nuts and seeds. We tried a wooden uh, bread bin and put all the porridge and things in the bread bin. And yesterday I discovered that at the back of the bread bin, where the, if you can imagine the hinge when you lift the lid up, Russell, where that hinge is, he's actually been slipping in there. And you could see where he just chewed a little bit of wood in order to get in. So I have been raided again by Gerald. So we now have a metallic bread bin. He will not be able to get any bread, any porridge. He is locked out. Of course, last, no, it was two weeks ago, I discovered that he'd broken into the fridge. He'd made a hole in the back of the fridge. This, this folks, is an ongoing battle with Gerald the Mouse. Unfortunately, Gerald is becoming more popular than I am. I think it's his Twitter account. Um, so, uh, yeah, all good this morning, though. I am sitting right by the red bin, so I, I've got it all protected. 
And um, I phoned the aged aunt. The dogs, crispy and crunchy, have behaved themselves over the weekend. So we are ready to rock and roll this morning. And we normally start, those of you who've not joined us before, we normally start, and indeed we will today, with a few games. And the idea is that head teacher Ian Rocky and I will play the games. You make notes. And then once we've played the three games and just talked you through, then it's over to you to have a go at playing the games. And we will have some sort of musical break and shout out. So I think, um, Russell, it's probably games time. Creative Games. Play and try with Ian and Pi. Good morning, sir. How are you? Oh, good morning, Pi. I'm all the better for hearing about the exploits of the Corbett household and Gerald the Mouse this morning. Well, yes, he's he's the shocker, really, and I do want to get rid of him. I want him <laughs> down the end, end of the garden. I want him away. But uh, he keeps coming back at me because we had several days and I thought I'd, I'd, I'd chased mm-hmm. him off. Yeah. But he comes back at me all the time. Anyway, here we are, the three games. And I thought because some children have gone back into school, we've got some... Uh, lots of people at home um, with their families, and we've got some in school. I thought that we'd just remind ourselves of things that make us feel happy. And these can be very small things that make us feel happy. I'll tell you one thing that makes me very happy, um, Ian, is mm. outside we have a patch of um, we have a patch of mint. And this mint, it started off quite small. And it's grown and grown and grown and spread itself far and wide, this mint. And I love going out and just picking up a bit of mint and rubbing it in my hand and having a good smell. I just love that fresh smell of mint. It's not a big thing. It's not like going to Disney. It's a small thing. So I wondered if we could think of small things that make us happy. So my first one is going to be crushing a piece of mint and smelling it. Uh, my first one is going to be the feel of the sun on my back when I am cycling. Mm. That reminds me, and it's very interesting, this, uh, those of you who are listening, that one idea often gives you another idea, because as soon as you say that, it reminds me of when I was younger and where we lived, there was a hill and you could on your bike, you could absolutely whoosh down this hill. And I was terrified because I knew perfectly well that if I came off, it would be very serious. But that feel, that rush of exhilaration, the wind on you as you uh, cycle along like that, that's a smallish thing. What else do you, uh, would you list here? i tell you what else I would list. I would list uh, the sound of children playing outside. Oh, yes, I love that. Mm. Our... Uh, here, a revelation is coming up. We live in a smallish village and our household was known because we had the noisiest children in the village. <laughs> we did. They were renowned for making a lot of noise. And there were one or two neighbours, I think, who um, disapproved of our noisy children. But it's true, actually. I, As somebody who is a teacher, I love hearing the sound of people of children playing i think that's a really happy thing when you hear that going on um i'll give you another one i love the first cup of tea in the morning yeah yeah well i'm I'm gonna follow on from that pie because something else that makes me very happy and it's a small thing but it's the taste of my mum's homemade jam tarts oh perfect mm. with a cup of tea 
Mm, absolutely. Well, I better get a food one in. I've had a tea. I've had a food one. I'll have a food one. I love um, years ago when I was a child, my mum, uh, occasionally for a treat, she used to make us jelly. And I used to rest. <laughs> I used to nick the jelly. Do you, do you remember it comes in sort of rubbery lumps? Doesn't oh, it? yes. Yes. So I'd tear one off and eat it. And I used to absolutely love that. But my goodness, we get into trouble. There were five of us, five boys, and we'd raid the fridge and things like that. And she'd get into, we'd get into terrible trouble. But I loved that, that taste of jelly. So I, I think we could go on and on with that. And I, I think that's a good game to start us off. If we keep reminding us, uh, ourselves of things that make us happy, it does make us feel good. So that's the first game. Now, today is all about metaphors. And a metaphor is rather like a simile. When we say similes and when you say one thing is like another, it's where you say the, the moon is like a moustache. That's a simile. And all you do for a metaphor at its simplest level is to say the moon is a moustache or even more subtle, you say the moustached moon. So what we're going to do is play around, first of all, with similes. And we're going to do opposite ones. So this is a bit of a, a, a test here, Russell, because um, not Russell. It's Ian I'm talking to, isn't it? Sorry, I'm getting old. I've got a bus pass. <laughs> You're going to have to forgive me. I'm all over the place this morning. Right. So the game is this opposite one. So normally you'd say as fast as a cheetah, but I'm going to give you the wrong. I've got to think of the wrong answer. So if you say as fast as I'm going to say a slug, which isn't fast at all. Okay. okay so you do the first half and I'll try and think of the opposite, the wrong thing. Off you okay. go. Let's go. Let's start with as slow as. So, well, I would say uh, the real answer or, or uh, would be something as slow as a snail. Okay. Um, so, so I've got to think of something opposite that goes very, very quickly, as slow as a jet plane. Fabulous. Uh, as quiet as. Well, that, ha! Gerald the mouse! <laughs> Alarm bells ring. So that would be the, the, the usual one is as quiet as a mouse. But I'm going to think of the opposite. So I've got to think of something that's very, very noisy, as quiet as thunder. Uh, as hot as. Um, normally you'd say something like as hot as the sun, as hot as an ice cream. Okay. As brave as. Brave as a lion or as bold as a lion. So I've got to think of something that's not brave. That's quite difficult. As bold as a coward. Uh, as clear as. A rock. <laughs> that's brilliant. <laughs> I like that. As cool as. Furnace. And as light as an elephant. It's <laughs> <laughs> really good. Okay, I, I feel like Bruce Forsyth sometimes with the other. Good game, game. So <laughs> no, that is actually quite tricky for both players, but one worth playing. Mm. Now we're going to do crazy similes. So that one we were using as. So similes there are two types, like and as. So this is where we use the word like so you would say the moon is like now i could say the moon is like a humpback bridge or the moon is like a smile you know go for something which would work because what you're doing with a simile you're saying two things are similar they they are they they share something in common they look the same perhaps but i'm going to give you the wrong thing so we're going to create 
um, crazy similes. That's the game. So if you said the moon is like, I might, might say something like the moon is like a brick wall. Well, it isn't anything like a brick wall. So it's a crazy simile. So you give the first half and I'll come up with a second. Ready, steady, go. Here we go. The sun is like. <clears throat> a squashed raspberry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's the first thing that came into my mind. Okay, I okay, don't know. Next one. A tree is like. Tree is like. Uh, a tree. <laughs> a tree is like a tree is like a ladybird. <laughs> Brilliant. The ocean is like. This is really hard. <laughs> the ocean is like a speck of dust. The grass is like. The grass is like a television aerial. The rain is like. The, ra the rain. This is so hard. The rain is like. I'm looking round the room to give me ideas. A woolen jumper. <laughs> a stone is like. Stone is like a. Is like a. Looking around the room, I need ideas. I'm looking out the window. A stone is like a telephone wire. And finally, a mouse is like. <laughs> <laughs> a mouse is like this mouse. Is, this mouse is everywhere. A mouse. The mouse is like um, an antlered hippopotamus. Brilliant. What a. Okay, folks, so you've got three games there. What things make you happy? And you can go for tiny things. Um, similes that are opposites using as and crazy similes with like. Now, I think, Russell, normally we have here a bit of a, a, an interlude, don't we? We do, and uh, I do have an interlude. We can do an interlude, not a problem. It's just coming up to 16 minutes to 10. Don't forget, we're on till 10.30. So you have at least 46 minutes to get in contact with us so you can get a shout-out on the show. We're going to play some music now. It's our most heavily requested show, and it is Muppet Monday as well as Metaphor Monday, and that one might also be a metaphor as well. We love this song. Welcome to Radio Blogging. <laughs> Radio Blogging, bringing unique learning opportunities every day. You're listening to Russell Prue, Pi Corbett, Deputy Mitchell and Ian Rocky. What better way to start your day? And thank you so much indeed. We love that song. We are so loving that song. It's our most requested song, listeners. It's really good. So get this request in. You can email us, tweet us, and you can send us a text message as well. So we've had a text message from Eddie Forster, and he says, Hi, hello, Eddie. Good to know that you're listening as well. A very good morning to Mrs. PJ uh, at Christ the King in Reading. Hello to you as well. Rachel Orr uh, is listening as well. Good morning, Rachel. Nice to have you there with us. Maria Richards, welcome back. Hope we haven't found out what the uh, how the Italian lesson went. I must find out uh, how that was for you uh, joe pierce hello to you again thank you mr carter james carter the poet uh, thank you he's written a special poem to gerald it's, it's going he's more famous than we are gerald i mean we're thinking about the whole show for gerald listeners uh, next week sometime we'll be planning for that let us know what you think about that as well uh, really good to have your company this morning everyone and thanks so much for getting uh, in contact to miss wood hello uh, she's still officially on holiday today but she's tuning in now that is good 
Holy Cross Catholic School. Hello to you. Um, uh, St. Augustine's uh, Convent School. Thank you very much indeed. Good morning to you, Mr. Hill. Hello. And Dunipace P3. Hello to you as well. I think it's Mrs. Kemsley. Hello to you. And uh, really pleased to have you listening in there as well. And this is so easy to get a shout out, folks. Just drop us a, uh, a tweet. Uh, just tag us at Radio Blogging there. Um, uh, other folks here, I'm just looking at Team 3 Super Learners. Hello to you. Thank you so much indeed for recommending and tuning into us. And Koala Club's activity camps. How exciting is that? Oh, that just sounds ably. And hello to Toucan Class as well. I also said I'd say hello to a couple of people who sent me a private message. St. Philin's uh, Primary School, Glasgow. Hello to you. I hope I said that right as well. And a very good morning to Emma Stanley. Ian, what have you got? Russell, thank you very much indeed. 12 minutes to 10 now. Uh, good morning to Sachin. Shout out to 5A at Warren Road Primary School. Uh, and Vian, been listening since the second day. I've written 27 posts. Thrilled for today as I love metaphors. Good morning and welcome. Mrs. McCalmont. Please, can she have a big shout out for Nafisa and Foxy, who I know will be listening and sharing today's wonderful programme. Foxy is really keen to hear about Gerald's weekend. Well, now you know it was a busy weekend. Jake and Robin avid participants since day one ready to start the week with a slice of pie i know aren't we all sebastian shout out to stone with woodford willow class gabby from warren road excited for metaphor monday as is molly who would like a shout out to agatha and daisy thank you love the show sabisi in oxford hello to ash class hello good morning to you beth and ali new today shout out to troqueer primary school in dumfries i hope i pronounced that correctly please do let me know such is the interactivity of live radio but good morning beth and ali clem and aurora we missed radio blogging all through the weekend but are now ready and excited to start metaphor monday mrs murrin good morning from mrs murrin lewis and axel here today at stonewood woodford woodford hello to all our friends working from home uh, from willow and oak class harry hayden and mum looking forward to today's show hello from Stourbridge. great place that is uh well done to you thank you so much we had some great uh, shout outs coming early this morning this one was half past eight martha please can we have a shout out for kitty and martha in crumford absolutely yes we can Mrs. Eltringham says, please can I have a shout out for the pupils in Brayriac class at Skelmorley Primary? Thank you for the um, help with the pronunciation. That was very helpful. They are listening for the first time. Well, good morning and welcome. This is a good one. Looking forward to today's show. Going to listen to it while cycling on the exercise bike. You can listen in any form or fashion you like, Ollie, but please do listen. Thank you so much. Kaylin, hi everyone. Good morning. George, good morning to you. Jesse, good morning to you from Manchester. Would like a shout out to her five dogs holly good morning you'd like a shout out it's your 15th day listening well done holly mr thomas good morning to you thank you for keeping in touch and for doing the great work that you're doing great to see so many children back here he says do it do keep up the amazing work and looking forward to reading writing bethany hey radio blogging team yesterday was the last day of the holidays for my brother and i shout out to everybody at tatsfield school especially toby good to see that gerald was up to his old antics again i know it keeps us going doesn't it lewis stone school good morning to you and thank you for joining us again uh we've also got claire shout out to beth and toby in tatsfield Mrs. Shirtliff, please can I have a shout out for any pupils from my own school on the Isle of Man who are listening for the first time today. I'm really looking forward to seeing their writing, as are we. Thank you so much, Thomas. 
from Daventry Abbey. Good morning to you. Uh, Mrs. Mallon, really great idea. Thank you so much indeed. Good morning to Jack as well, and also to Neve, and also to Eve, who's been in touch this morning. Oliver's been listening from day one. Can't wait for Metaphor Monday. And also Nicholas, please can I have a shout out? Absolutely, yes, you can. And also to Eva Hawley in Somerset. You can also email us, radioblogging at gmail.com. This is from Jude in Australia, who said, I'm interested in accessing previous literacy hours um, on the website. How can I do it? Just go to previous shows because you're living and working in Australia. The lifetime is not suitable. I've looked and looked, but cannot work out how to search for saved versions. Will you get in touch with us? And we can explain that to you. Just go to live shows or previous shows and you can listen to all of them again in beautiful clarity and also work along with the activities as well also ella has been in touch on email can you give a shout out to oxy primary school who are listening yes indeed we can and also mrs baker good morning i'm listening to the show for the first time as my first day back from maternity leave welcome back and many congratulations to you hello to everyone at Stone with Woodford School. What a lot of shout outs. Keep them coming. You can text Russell on 07624 802272 or you can email us here in the studio, radioblogging at gmail.com. Eight minutes to 10. I'm going to say good morning to Deputy Mitchell. Deputy Mitchell, good morning. What's the site looking like for traffic? Good morning, Ian. Thank you. The site, well, for those of you who know me, you know I get very excited about traffic and audience and purpose <laughs> and all that. I really do. And the children love that. And just so to keep people in the loop, uh, there's a real we're back feel to today. I don't I think the cost of the schools are back. Uh, and the site is reflecting that. We have, wait for it, over 150 different cities around the world that are tuning in right now. Okay. 150 different cities and hundreds of people within those cities are tuning in. So there's a it's really popular. Uh, loads of people coming. So we have to always keep that in mind when we are creating our writing very shortly because we'll be hitting the padlets soon, Mr. Rocky, won't we? Absolutely, we will. Definitely will. We're looking at the Padlet, which is really very, very exciting indeed. It's going to be a great day. Really excited by today being back for the first day of the new uh, term. Pi, what have we got coming up next in the show? Okay, so those of you who um, <clears throat> are new to us, what we're going to do now is you need to, if you look at the very top, you can see you've got to be on today's show. So click on today's show. That goes great. And then I'd like you to scroll down and go past the pictures. And there's a, a long rectangular orange uh, box. And it's, it says Wes McGee reading response. Now, if you click on that, it should open up. Yep, it's opened up. And there we can see a really interesting abstract. And it says on it, Wes McGee response. Now, what we're going to do now is our poet of the day is Wes McGee, used to be a teacher. I think he taught in Swindon at one point. Um, and uh, no doubt Wes is listening at the moment. So what we're going to do today is Wes is going to read us uh, some poems. And the first poem is called On the Beach. The second is What is the Sun? And then the third is At the End of the School Day. He's going to read us his poems. And during and after that, we're going to use the Padlet to respond. And in order to do that, I'll explain afterwards. Uh, no, and I'll explain now, I think, actually. Can you see in the bottom right-hand corner a, a pink circle with a cross? Just click on that, and up comes a box in the middle. It says title. That's where we put our name. So type your name in. 
And when you drop down, it says write something. Now, we can't write anything yet because we haven't heard the poems. But once we've heard Wes's poems, we then leave a response. What did you like about it? What memories did it stir up? Were there any particular lines or phrases that have stayed in your imagination? The second poem, listen carefully to that one. The second one is a list of metaphors. So we'll be coming back to that and thinking about that. The third one is a very beautiful telling uh, poem. And I'm wondering what you make of that. What is that third poem all actually all about? Can you capture that in uh, a sentence or two or three words? So, Russell, you caught up with um, Wes. He lives up north in Yorkshire. And I think I'm right in saying he starts with a poem called On the Beach. He does indeed. He's a fabulous poet. Great delivery, folks. You're really going to enjoy it. Don't forget, we're right the way through till 10.30. So there's another half an hour of this still to come. This is radioblogging.net, broadcasting live across the planet. Uh, my name's Wes McGee. I, I'm an author. I've written 100 books um, for children and um, some poetry collections for adults. And I'm going to read three poems this afternoon. They all feature the sun, which is appropriate because today is a nice sunny day. And the first poem is called Beach Quest, and it's set at Runswick Bay, which is on the east coast of Yorkshire. Beach Quest. So what did we see at Runswick Bay as we walked the beach on that hot summer's day? Smooth round pebbles and a seagull's bones, a weathered tree trunk, starfish and stones, bleached driftwood and a tangled old net, tiny pieces of shiny black jet, ammonite fossils in the cliff face, coloured seashells, a crab's carapace, coils of thick rope, all knotted and frayed, and shallow pools through which we could wade. Long stalks of seaweed, bendy as whips, taste of salt water on our dry lips, a wild chasing dog barking like mad, toddlers throwing wet sand at their dad, green glass glinting in bright summer sun, jellyfish counted 101, paddling in waves right up to our knees, and a liner far out on the high seas. Yes, that's what we saw at Runswick Bay as we walked the beach on that hot summer's day. And the second poem also features the sun. It's a very short one, and it's really just a list of images. It's called, What is the Sun? The sun is an orange dinghy sailing across a calm sea. It is a gold coin dropped down the drain in heaven. The sun is a yellow beach ball kicked high into the summer sky. It is a red paint print on a sheet of pale blue paper. The sun is a milk bottle's gold top floating in a puddle. And the third and final poem is set in a school. It's the end of the school day and all the children are rushing up the drive um, heading for home and it's called At the End of a School Day. It is the end of a school day and down the long driveway come bag swinging, shouting children deafened at the sky winces 
The sun gapes in surprise. Suddenly the runner skids to a stop, stand still and stare at a small hedgehog curled up on the tarmac like an old frayed cricket ball. A girl dumps her bag, tiptoes forward and gingerly, so gingerly, carries the creature to the safety of a shady hedge, then steps back, watching. Girl, children, sky and sun hold their breath. There is a silence, a moment to remember on this warm afternoon in June. This is radioblogging.net. I love that. I love hearing Wes's very rich voice. And I've, I've started to type up my response. I've written lovely, rich voice. I like the way the poems seem simple, but a deep, but deep. The third poem um, is about a, a special moment. Um, and uh, now what we've discovered is that uh, when we first started doing this, everybody was keen to get their ideas down, got their ideas down. And then when you've done that, just click on the rest of the padlet and bingo. Um, your idea is published and everyone else can read it. And that's great. But people often forgot to do what you have to do when you're a writer, which is read through. So just before you publish, read through, double check. Have you got all the words in? Is there anything you need to tweak about your writing? Check capital letter, full stop, commas, etc. Uh, and then um, publish. Even then, you can, if you click on the actual um, padlet that you put up, your piece of writing, there's a little square that appears with three dots in it and that uh, click on that and you can then edit. So we should now have lots and lots of responses going up. And in order to see them, all you've got to do is go to the top of the page where it says radioblogging.net. Look across. There is a semicircle with an arrow on it. And if you click on that, it reloads the page, refreshes the page and um and responses will start to appear so we now need a sort of a bit of a break don't we russell in order oh my goodness i've just i've refreshed the page lots have appeared here um we love the green glass glinting runswick bay eddie forster yes i noticed that as well oliver lovely great descriptions lovely sentences kobe uh, it rhymes, also makes sense, which is hard to do, which means Wes McGee is an amazing writer and poet. You're absolutely right, right, Kobe. Rhyme is tricky, and if you're not careful, you end up writing something that's um, a little bit silly. Now, while that is going on, Russell, do we have <clears throat> uh, some uh, something from yesterday? Because we not yesterday, Friday, because we did ask people to do some recording for us, didn't we? We did, and they came in their tens and tens. And thank you so much indeed. We've picked two of the best to share with you on the show. And we'll tell you at the end of the show how to do this. And there's also an instructional piece of audio about how to post on the audio padlet. But don't do that, listeners, until the end of the show. Here's Finlay. He's seven years old. Beware the robot. Beware the robot, a steel monster searching the planet for signs of life. Beware the robot, with long metal claws sharper than a knife. Beware the robot, as it plods along the steamy hot floor. Beware the robot, its laser eyes scan the room once more. Beware the robot, mean and menacing without an ounce 
sense of pity. Beware the robots terrorizing all the people in the city. I love that pie because he used what we did on Friday. He's modeled that and put that into his poem. What do you think? Mm, I thought that was really good. And uh, I, I mean, seven years old, great clarity, um, well paced, plenty of energy. He's aware um, that he's performing it for other people. There are hundreds, if not thousands of people listening. So he's performing it. He's giving it some welly, basically. Love that one. Have we got another one, Russell? We have. This is Agnes and she's also seven. <laughs> Breaking news, Robots Loose in West Yorkshire, Mr. Sloth, the Night Museum director, claims that there are 10 robots loose in this museum. Last night, the robots broke into the Night Museum. Nothing was stolen, but the underground passageway was opened. There were only four footprints. Please suspect that the other eight are still in the museum. Mr. Sloth thinks their master sent them to try and steal the Keeper of Keeps. Believe that their master sent them to take over the museum. Captain Clueless says he has no idea what is happening and advises you to stay home. Wow, amazing. Another great one. And at the end of the session, we'll um, talk you through how you can do that. And it would be great to get some more uh, on there. But well done, you two. Fantastic work. Well, the Padlet is really filling up, um, Russell, here. Uh, and Luke, I think you're right. Sounds simple but is awesome and great to listen to. And Neve, I like the way poem number three, you've said this poem really make, made me think deeply. There is something about that, the way everybody stands back and, um, and takes in that special moment when she goes and rescues uh, the hedgehog. Um, so lots and lots of responses there. Bethany's given us quite a long response here. I like that he doesn't just look at the good sides of the beach. He sees the other side, such as seagull's bones and the withered tree. Number two, how he turns the sun into other objects that are totally not related um, to heat at all is really clever. And number three, I love that he captured how um, he children feel and it was exciting but simple. I think you missed a T out there, Bethany, uh, how the children feel. Uh, it's so easy to do. And there have been quite a lot of occasions when I've said, oh, I've made a mistake. I've got to go back and change it. Rereading is an important part of the writing. So don't commit yourselves, folks, until you've reread. Now, we've listened to Wes's work and you can, uh, if you go on Wes's website, you can see where you can get more of his books. I think, Russell, are we ready for a Padlet now? The Snowflakes one. I think, I think we, we are. I think we certainly are. Yeah, we are. So, folks, if you come out of um, the reading response one, flick back up and you can see activity one. It says snowflakes, metaphors for snow. And we've said that a simile is when you say one thing is like another. If you at its simplest level, if you just get rid of the word like you get a metaphor. So you might say a snowflake is like a crystal. Just get rid of the word like and you say the snowflake is a crystal or the crystal snowflake. That's even cleverer, I think, uh, to use the image <clears throat> as an adjective. So we could either say snowflakes for this one or we could say snow is. Now, I don't um, don't just restrict yourself to snowflakes or, or snow in general. What else could we do? We could do um, uh, ice uh, in a pond. We could have icicles hanging down. So here we go. We click 
on the circle we go up to title we write pi and what we're trying to do is not a simile you've got to change it into a metaphor that's a little bit harder you've got to get rid of the word um, like or the word as so here i go snow is oopsie i've written ms snow is now i've got to think about what it might be like snow is a um a stark uh, a stark cover of feathers of frozen feathers frozen zen feathers snow is a stark cover of frozen feathers i'm quite pleased with that one so i've double checked it it says what i wanted it to say click it says awaiting approval and mr mitchell will be approving because every single thing that you write up is approved by mr mitchell now i know some of you will be writing your metaphors up um remember you can do snow you can do snowflakes you can do icicles are a good one to do instantly you think oh they're a bit like daggers but what else do they look like think of the shape i'll read you a few that i've written uh from a poem i wrote about narnia actually narnia in winter snow sculpts the trees icicles hang like goblins teeth ponds are polished mirrors puddles are shiny shields of glass ice crackles underfoot brittle leaves drift like a cold pack of cards spilt from jack frost's hand white blades of grass jut up frail frost glitters on mountain paths snowflakes swarm molding the fields powdering the hedges dusting the lanes in freezing icing sugar transforming trees softening edges settling quietly on window ledges blinding fields in a bandage of white sparrows sit hunched in fir trees fluffing feathers to keep warm leaves are crisp and cold beneath the frozen roots of trees the woodland creatures huddle snow crunches puddles splinter so by now the padlets will be going crazy and while that happens russell we usually have another musical interlude of some sort we also have some shout outs while everybody is carefully working on snow is or snowflakes are or daggers are um while that's going on brilliant I think we need to yeah, yeah we've yeah, got yeah. plenty plenty of it here we're going to play a short right. piece here into the show and then ian and i are going to run some shout outs and thanks so much for getting in contact don't forget listeners we are right the way on until 10 30 so stay with us there's still loads more to come this is what we got up to last week this is radioblogging.net good morning listeners start the day with a slice of pie i had a car called goat's milk and i have a pair of trousers called frank you will know that gerald the mouse had raided the porridge and there has been an overnight not rain. Creative games. Play and try with Ian and Pie. We're now going to play a riddle game, Ian. I'm as thin as a reed and as sharp as a snake's tongue. Are you a needle? Hello, this is SF Said, and you are listening to radioblogging.net. Listeners share their writing. His warty, scaly, bulging belly was contained by his dull, tarnished belt buckle. Lots of juicy words in there. We're imagining that we're going into the night museum and what might we see? We had the brilliant Brian Moses on the show. Go right in, past the beam of light that shoots 
from a cyclops eye. There's some fantastic ones about tro- facts about trolls, Russell. Ida's the spineback troll. I love the way that you've got a, a variety of troll there. Pie Corbett models outstanding writing. The truth about trolls. If you have read any of the ancient Norse stories, you will have come across trolls. They're considered to be a type of creature related closely both to giants and humans. There's also Comment Corner. One thing that we try to do here is uh, make sure that children get a global audience, an authentic audience. When you stumble across a group of trolls, they will be easy to recognise. Most varieties of troll are similar in shape to a human, but considerably larger, though not as big as a giant. Frank Cottrell Boyce, fabulous author extraordinaire. Uh, The book is set slightly in the future on a big housing estate where all the pizzas are delivered by robots and all the buses are driverless. Intelligent ovens come and deliver your pizzas. This is Quantrill. Alice was thrilled when her recording of her writing was played on our radio show this morning. This is radioblogging.net, broadcasting live across the planet. 12 minutes past 10 today on Monday the 20th. Not a busy week at all, listeners, I have to say. Just an ordinary week in the radio blogging uh, diary, really. So I hope you enjoyed that as well. Uh, Good morning to Brian Moses. Thanks very much indeed. One of our featured poets from last week and a regular listener to the school. Good morning. Good to have you with us there. Hello to Mrs. James uh, from Sacred Heart School. Lovely that you are listening and thanks very much. Good morning to Rebecca Farmer and also thanks again for Toucan Class. Hello to you. Double hellos to you. They got back in touch and thanked us for the shout out how cool is that uh, hello to top cat teacher i love that what a handle that is on twitter uh, really really very happy and thank you so much indeed uh, to mr m to mr musket i think you are hello to everyone at gastrell school there year four hello year four make some noise uh, okay stop making the noise now thank you very much hello to rachel as well for all your tweets ian what do you have for us thanks very much indeed russell plenty over here as well Bethany loved Pie's uh, line earlier. The sun is like a squashed raspberry. So funny. Really, <laughs> really good. Enjoyed that this morning. Thank you very much, Bethany, for getting in touch. Uh, also heard from Mariam this morning. Shout out to Zach. His eighth birthday today, and he's enjoying the show. Happy birthday, Zach. Have a fabulous day in the sunshine. Uh, Kate, shout out to you and Lottie as well. Good morning to you. May's mum says, morning, everyone. Hope we have another lovely week from May and Louis and uh, May and Louis and May's mum from the door. Amelia says, I love metaphors. Luca says, please can I have a shout out from Basildon? Yes, you can. Neve loves Gerald's Twitter page. Absolutely, don't we all? Uh, Mr. Nation says, hello from St. John's Hub School on the Isle of Man. Lots of schools doing that now with hubs. And I hope it's working really, really well for you. Good morning to you. And thank you for getting in touch. Uh, Marthy says, good morning from Marthy and Mummy in Cheshire. Good morning to you. Uh, Good morning to Bella. Hi there. Hope you had a nice Easter. Shout out to Stone with Woodford. Great supporters of the show. Isla, excited for today. Shout out for St. John's School as well. Uh, Can we have a shout out for Arian, Ray and Sugar and Honey? You are listening at Heathmount Primary in Birmingham. Lots of new schools appearing. Lots of new shout outs appearing, which is lovely. Martha in Wilt. Is, going, is coming through this morning. Thank you, Martha, for getting in touch. Nicholas, thanks for the shout out. You're so welcome. This is live radio and we can do that all day long. Edie says we have enjoyed the simile games. Our favourite was as slow as a boy racer. <laughs> I like <laughs> that. I really like that. That's really, really good. Uh, Maureen in Orpington, first day and 
another first day listener to the show thank you so much indeed emily and james in stockton first time listening having fun as well rosie and ruben and rakshan all tuning in this morning as well uh, you can also email us radioblogging at gmail.com just like katie has asking for a shout out from jasper uh, getting in touch from jasper in stroud to sparrowhawks class at gastrel school listening for the first time also mrs patterson can we have a shout out to all saints in northampton please listening to radio blogging again for the first time you are so welcome thank you for joining us jake also for Gastrol's Primary School Year 4, who are joining for the first time. And finally, Emily. Uh, can we have a shout-out to All Saints Primary in Northampton? Lots and lots of shout-outs. Lots of new listeners as well. The time is a quarter past ten. We're here until 10.30, but for now, it's back to my good friend, Pi Corbett. Wow, we got so many. Remember, folks, you've got to refresh the page to see what's coming up on the Padlet. We've got a, a, a lot coming up. Rosie, the snow is white fur of a polar bear. I love that. Uh, snow is like a soft white blanket. Bella. Now, Bella, to turn it into a metaphor, just get rid of that word like. Snow is a soft white blanket. Snowflakes are crystal flowers frozen in time. That's Mr. Nation, um, possibly a teacher. Sachin, dagger icicles wedge themselves into their teeth positions in the mouth of the cave. Wow. Snow to Caleb. And from Tagcaster, snowflakes are diamonds. Molly Ann, snowflake is as clear as glass. Kaya, the snowflake is crystallized sugar. Mrs. James from Sacred Heart, snowflakes are crispy, icy kisses on my nose. Dimitrios, snow is a pale blanket covering the bare floor. That's interesting. We've had two blankets. Oh, and a third, Emily from Oxy Class. Snow is a blanket for the green grass. Now, when that happens... What it means is we've all heard that before, that one about the snow being like a blanket. And that's what we call a dead metaphor. In other words, it's uh, something that's been said again and again and again, which is fine. But if we want to surprise the reader, if we want to do something to their imagination, it's probably stronger if we come up with our own ideas. Because when we come up with our own ideas, then because it's new, because it's fresh, it makes the reader pause for a moment and think a little bit. It works on the imagination. If it's something we've heard before, if it's a cliche, we tend to just slide over the surface uh, of it. Olivia, a snowflake is a frozen star sent from heaven. Um, we've got quite a few blankets, you see, and that's worth thinking about that idea. It's a dead metaphor. We've heard it before. Let's try something new. Jack Davy, the snowflake is an intricate ice pattern melting on the snow. Sebastian, snow is a silvery blanket. Now go back to that one, uh, Sebastian, because you can change, you can edit. If you click on it, you can edit yours and just change that blanket and come up with uh, a, a, a fresh idea. Uh, Amelia, snowflakes are tiny tears tumbling from heaven. CJ, the dagger-like icicles hang downward, a colony of bats braving the harsh winter. Number two, the dagger-like icicles are a colony of bats hanging downwards. Which one do you think is better? I like, CJ, the one you've done, uh, you, the way you've given us two sentences there. And we can just have a little, I'll have a little think. Um, a, a colony of bats braving after a dagger-like icicles are a colony of bats hanging downwards, hanging down. Um, hanging, it's difficult to say uh, which I prefer, um, possibly the second because it's tighter, but I, I trim up downwards. You don't need the wards bit. I go for hanging down or just hanging, maybe. So be strict with your words, everybody. Um, 
David Michael Williams, the snow is a deep trench of fun and laughter. Like that idea. Uh, we got Caleb again. The snowflakes are a duvet. So trying out a different thing instead of the blanket. Well done, Caleb. Good idea. So keep those going. But we could now drop down to the skeleton leaf. So go down to the, the one below. Uh, this is really interesting. Now, you can make that go large. Um, and I think you do that by pressing on the top right hand corner and you can see the thing much more clearly now. So uh, I'm going to put one in myself. I click on the pink circle. Up comes my padlet. It says title. I put pie in there. Ah, now the skeleton leaf. It is. I'm going to go for that as, a, as an opener. It is. Now, what does that remind me of? What does it look a bit like? It is a network. It is a, net, a map. I think I'm going to go for it is a map of frail, fragile. I'm going to go for fragile. It is a map of fragile pathways uh, seen from an aeroplane. Full stop. Reread it. It is a map of fragile pathways seen from an aeroplane. Yeah, I'm OK with that one. I click on the Padlet and it says awaiting approval. So, Russell, while everybody is looking carefully at that, what does it remind you of? I'm now thinking of, of things like lace as well or stitches, somebody sewing. Russell, do we have a little musical interview uh, interval now? We have a plethora of musical interludes to select from, <laughs> so never worry. You'll never, never be without, uh, always within. It is just 21 minutes past 10. Don't forget we are on still till 10.30. It's a full hour of radio blogging as well. Here's what Ian and I got up to on Sunday. Now, every Sunday, he and I do a fabulous live three o'clock all request music show here on radio blogging you're listening to all request sunday with ian rocky and russell Prue. it is a beautiful day here in the west country and i'm really looking forward to this we've got a great show lined up i had a text message that says big shout out to bethany and toby who heard about your sunday show when they were radio blogging with you and pie last week i remember them both very well it's bringing people together so this is your opportunity to get in touch with us this afternoon and say hello to somebody that maybe you've not seen for some time this is radioblogging.net with ian rocky and russell pro fancy a new challenge come and help catch gerald the mouse who has plagued pie for weeks and is on the edge of despair you'll be required to protect the contents of pie's fridge you will set mouse traps and chaperone the camp pull it together and the muesli at all costs still there me absolutely I'm I'm just checking i'm just checking was, hello was just enjoying your link oh you're far too good <laughs> was it the introduction of jason moran's which put you off there your stripe it threw me at the time coming up to 18 minutes i rather to uh, four o'clock this afternoon very good afternoon you're listening to radio blogging with russell and believe it or not ian who's managed to just arrive back at the microphone we often play the and we more often play the in Ian's case, because this is very competitive, these two gentlemen, very competitive, but it's a great warm-up activity. These are great starters, and it's a great bit of CPD as well. So without really knowing it, we're passing on some great practice and some great CPD ideas. Broadcasting across the globe, this is All Request Sunday. 
that's what we get up to on Sundays, folks. And if you want to get those requests in, just drop us a message. You love to get there. And loads of fun. It's amazing. It still goes on as well. So good morning to Captain Bates. I love that. Eliza Bates. Thank you. What a fabulous Twitter handle there as well. She says this morning that she is loving radio blogging and the fact that we use Padlets. And it's so exciting at West Hill School. I think she is in SW18. Good morning to you as well. Thank you very much indeed. To Tim Black. This time my class of young international students are really benefiting from the richness of language used by the presenters on radio blogging cleverly scaffolding specific word choices and phrases to model correct uses and c'est génial he says and merci beaucoup monsieur black uh, thank you so much indeed for that and uh, uh, bonjour to your class as well uh, monsieur rocky uh, merci, Monsieur Pew. Pew. Um, yes, um, I've got plenty of shout outs here. Miss Little, morning. Hello to everyone at Stone listening in bed and looking forward to uh, for your writing to keep me smiling now that home learning has begun again. And also a shout out to Mrs. Baker from Miss Little, her lovely partner in crime. Lovely to hear your shout out this morning. Uh, we've also got Jack. Good morning, Jack. Big shout out to all my friends at Warren Road. Uh, we've got Ali in Dumfries. Big shout out to Mr. Earl and his children who told us about this. Well, I'm glad he did because it is a huge amount of fun. As you can hear this morning, Daisy, morning, everyone. Good morning to you, Daisy. I've been here since day two, and I love this show. Shout out to everyone at Cubert School. Thank you so very much indeed. George is around with us this morning. Good morning to you, George. Thank you for joining us again this morning, a regular returning listener. Uh, we've also got Neve. Um, hello, please can we have a shout out for Holy Innocence in Orpington? Yes, we can. Jess, good morning. Would like a shout out. There you are. You have got one. Leon as well. Shout out for Warren Road and Leon who is eight. Uh, Zoe would like a shout out to all at Stone School. Missing everyone so much. And that's why we do this. That's why we do these shout outs. It's keeping people connected as well. So please do get in touch with us. We love reading them out. Mr. Pugh in Leeds says, big fan, big shout out to my friends and colleagues at Chapel Allerton Primary School. Cheers. You are very welcome, Mr. Pugh. Thank you very much for getting in touch. Very, very lovely to hear from you. Chloe, hi. Please can have a shout out to all of MMS. Miss you guys so much. Yeah, I bet you are. It's tricky times, isn't it? But we can enjoy what we're doing every weekday morning. Isabella, please can my friends uh, from Stone with Woodford have a shout out? Absolutely. Amelia, Westerning Lower School, please can they have a shout out? Yes, indeed. Thank you so much. Um, we've got uh, people in Somerset, Jess in Somerset with her friends can I have a shout out as well. And everybody as well. And on the email, we've uh, we've had a couple of emails as well from Ella. Please, can we give a shout out to Mr. Skill from Oaksy Primary School from Ella, who is in class three. Radioblogging at gmail.com is the email address. It is 25 minutes past 10 o'clock. Now it's back to Pi Corbett. Ah, great. Uh, skeleton leaf metaphors. Yep, they're coming up here now. Um, lots of them. Mrs. Morris, it is a lattice work of broken pathways. I like Giles's idea. It's a dead butterfly. Felicia, it is a tree with a thousand branches. Robin, the skeleton leaf is an ancient cobweb. Um, Jake, I love this one. It is crumbly lemon drizzle icing. I know exactly what you mean when you get the icing and it cracks a little bit, makes the same pattern. Ella, it reminded me of spiders web breaking into pieces, a window pane that had been shattered. Love that idea. Linton Primary, 
looks as if you've probably written that together with one person leading. Well done. It is the delicate wings of a brimstone. It is a coral reef in the tropical ocean. It is a lace shawl. It is a cracked, dried out riverbed. It is frost on a window pane. It is the web of a tarantula. Liam James Williams. It is a butterfly with rainbows flapping under the deep blue sky. Thomas G. It is a net of veins exposed by the scorching sun. Wow. Lots and lots of great ideas, folks. We are now going down. Keep adding to those. And after the program, you can add more. We have two more things, three more things to do. So we better be nimble as ferrets and go down to comment corner. So the, the, as wily as weasels and nimble as ferrets, we click on comments corner. And David, can you talk us through this part of it? Yes, indeed. We, we have comments corner uh, most days here where we really focus on the more extended pieces that come in because at the end of every day uh, there's a challenge uh, which people put their uh, post their blog posts up on the blog and we also have um, other challenges throughout the day as well so um, when we put the blog posts up when you fill in the form to add your blog posts we try to get people commenting and when we work in classes um, up and down the country this is a hidden part of it this is uh, what really tells the children that they've had their piece of writing read and they also get a chance to get some feedback which is really valuable to them so in comments corner um, we have a, a number of different uh, comments that have been highlighted. We've got four there that we've managed to just uh, highlight for, uh, for today. Um, there's also a Pi's paragraph polishing section, which we'll have a look at, Pi. I've, I've mm -hmm. got a, a paragraph of writing there from a post that was put on on Friday mm -hmm. evening, late into the night. Uh, Molly placed her uh, post there, so we'll have a look at that shortly. But myself and Ian will just quickly go through and have a look at a, couple of the, a few of these comments. Um, because... Children love getting comments. They really do. Um, so firstly, we have Mr. Walker. Now, Mr. Walker contacted me on Twitter saying, uh, asking whether he could help out, leaving some comments. Now, I think I'm right, Pi, that Mr. Walker, I may have met Mr. Walker first at Knoll Park yes. in Bristol. Is that right? Yeah, yeah um, he's moved schools now, but yes. That's right. And I think, um, so I met him there, year six teacher, phenomenal teacher. Um, mm. And he left an amazing comment for Dylan. And if you click on it, you'll be able to read it yourselves there. Um, but this is how you do it. And you split it into three sections, some positives, some questions, and some advice, which is fantastic. So thank you, Mr. Walker. Makes such a difference uh, to, to um, bloggers when we can leave comments. So thank you very much. Nafisa uh, was a first-time listener and uh, got in touch and commented. So well done for getting uh, involved there, Nafisa. I think, Ian, if you can tackle the last two for me, that'd be great. Absolutely. Thanks, David. Yeah, coming up to exactly half past 10 on this Monday morning, the 20th of April. Good morning. This is radioblogging.net. Mrs. Kilgore has made a comment to Agatha with some fantastic advice and loads of suggestions. And this is what it's about. It's educators and it's about professionals helping children to improve their writing, just as we're doing here every day at radioblogging.net. And Agatha has replied to Mrs. Kilgore as well, saying, and you know, and, and and we do love it when children respond to comments that are left on their blog posts. It creates a dialogue, it creates a conversation, and it really does inspire children as well. Now I'm very excited because it's the return of Pi's paragraph polishing with mm -hmm. Deputy Mitchell and Pi Corbett. 
Okay. That's right. Yes. Well, Pi, I've um, I, I saw this post come in on uh, mm. by Molly on Friday mm. evening, and one thing that I know children and adults actually sometimes struggle with is suggesting what they could improve well one of the mm. you know we, we've got a graphic there that says number one say something positive so we mm. can all do that quite easily number mm. two we can ask a question but the third one to suggest an improvement can sometimes mm. be really tricky especially if someone's had a really good go and they've made it uh, as best as they can do so what i've placed there uh, just above the comments pie is a paragraph from molly and i just wondered mm. whether you could help our listeners work mm. out what we could do with it Okay, well, the first thing I always do is to read the thing aloud and listen to it. And usually then I come to some ideas about what I can hear, what works, and also be thinking about how we might develop the writing. Uh, so she's written, their diet is made out of sweets. And as I said before, they hate vegetables. Sometimes they will snatch a human from their cottages from the near town. Trolls are not very clever. In fact, they're not clever at all. The only thing they're good at is crosswords. They love crosswords. But there is one problem, they can't read or write, so they just draw. They have their own little language, which only trolls and fairies can understand. We've got some cracking good ideas in there. It's presented as one paragraph. I think you've actually, Molly, got three different things there. You've got the diet, then you've got the bit about them not being very clever and they're only good at crosswords, but they can't really read and write. And then we've got the, the final little bit, which is about their own language, uh, so what I would suggest is split it into three bits, give each bit a bit more detail. So let's get a bit more detail into the bit about the diet. Uh, trolls, uh, trolls have a very interesting diet. So what I try and do is to shift into the right sort of language. And where do you get that right language? Well, look back at my model. So if I've given you a model, there'll be a section in there probably on the diet and just borrow magpie, Nick, use some of my phrases, some of the language to help you structure it. So we could say something like trolls have an extraordinary diet. Uh, most of it is made out of sweets. Now, we could add some detail there, David. We could say what sort of sweets they like. So we could say they are especially um, partial to they, they are especially they, they enjoy especially wine gums. I said that because I used to like wine gums myself and sherbet lemons and sherbet lemons um, full stop. And then we could go into the bit about the vegetables and we need to extend that again. We could name some vegetables. Uh, we could use a sentence of three uh, trolls. Uh, uh, a few trolls are vegetarian. And here we go. They like to eat carrots. And then we could need a comma because we're listing them carrots, cabbages and um, let's go for a third one. What should we have? Cauliflower. Um, and then go into the bit about them snatching for, from the cottages. So my advice here would be clump your ideas up uh, and think, right, diet is one section. Then I'll go on to them being not very bright. And you could add some more ideas in there and then go into the language. So uh, that's what I would say, um, David. Uh, the other thing to attend to is to think carefully about one or two of the spellings of there. Uh, am I right in saying that? I don't know. I think I noticed that. And maybe the punctuation. But in the main, I'd go for those things. Now, having done that, folks, we come to the big task of the day. So come out of comments corner and click on what you are. Well, I'll just mention this, David. It would be lovely 
if later on everybody listening could leave a comment on somebody else's blog mm. and in order to do that folks go back to the top of the page and where it says listeners posts click on there uh, and um, you'll be able to get into somebody else's post now that's important for two reasons it's important because we're writing for other people to read and it's lovely to get a response it's very encouraging it's also important because we all learn from each other and that idea of magpieing is about learning from each other and when you read somebody else's writing inevitably you think about oh i love the way they put that and that can then influence how you write yourself okay if you come out of comments corners folks go to what you are which is the orange rectangle below and this is a big activity which you can complete later on today this evening and um, and blog up so we've been thinking about metaphors and you can either use you are he is or she is or it is what you are and i'll read my model and all i've done is i've played with ideas you are a soft sofa and comforting cushions and that sounds like somebody who's really nice and and cuddly and cozy you are a wolfhound panting after a run you are a cat stretching his curious claws you are a red bus slowing to a full stop you are an ancient oak tree gnarled and misshapen you are an ice cream cone with two flakes at different angles you are clouds of sheep on a hillside. You are sunlight sleeping on a windowsill. You are the TARDIS traveling to an unexpected destination. You are the squeak of a hinge that needs oiling. You are the moment after a sigh. You are the worker bee hovering outside the hive. You are the gurgle gargling in a drain. You are the nettle sting of a lasting lie. You are the smell of fish and chips. Sorry, you are the smell of chips and vinegar. On a frosty night, you're a solitary cloud lost in blue sky. You are the moment between laughter exploding and its sudden end with an intake of knowledge. So you write your title in your name and then you create your blog post, fill in the bits at the bottom and submit. And I would suggest that you do your first draft on your notebook and then you can tweak and change and try to avoid the dead metaphors. Try to avoid the cliches and come up with something fresh and new. And to get your ideas, look around the room, look outside the window, look into your mind. Think about things that you find in school, at home, in towns, in cities, in nature, in parks, in forests, in other parts of the world. Make a list of five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten things and then use each one and create a person. You are, he is or she is. So that's your big task. And then finally, we get to the exciting bit, David. We get to the extension task. So this is the bit where, folks, you can record your own piece for us to use in tomorrow's show now tomorrow's show is all about space and the task is this can you imagine we've called it mars to earth it doesn't have to be mars you are a spaceman you have landed on a distant planet i've imagined uh, mars but you can be on a different oh no vector one vector one is the name of my um spaceship but you've landed on a planet and you can vent a name for the planet or say mars or pluto whatever you want and you are going to send an excited message back to base on earth 
So here's my model. Planet to Earth. This is Vector 1 to Earth. London, we have landed. I repeat, London, we have landed. This planet has two moons, one of which is a light green colour and the other is similar to our moon but much larger. Vector 1 is currently stable and we can see from the cameras that we are on a flat space surrounded by vegetation. I repeat, we are surrounded by vegetation. I'm turning on our sound monitors and we can hear sounds like a light breeze or distant hum. We are picking up sounds from possible life forms but as yet can see nothing moving. That has changed London. Our heat sensors are detecting life forms of small sizes gathered in the vegetation. We don't know what happens next, but I've done that that ellipsis thing where you go, ding, 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 ding. What's going to happen next? So a message. And you could actually have two people saying it. it could be two people in the spaceship or three people in the spaceship. But you've got to write it out first. You've got to practice it. And then, David, how do they actually... Um, uh, how do they record this? Can you just talk that through before we go? Yes, we actually have a, a recording that I'm going to place in there uh, shortly that just takes you step by step uh, through how to create your audio post-it note. Now, it's exactly the same as, uh, well, the, the children have done a remarkable job. We've had over 1,500 Padlet entries just in this hour alone pi it's been unbelievable uh, so far we have people commenting and putting more on throughout the day as well when they come and revisit things so uh, the children know how to create padlets um, so if you want to do an audio padlet you do exactly the same you add click on the add sign and you get your blank post-it note and it's the ellipsis the three dots on the blank post-it note you need to select and you'll get a list of all the different things you could do with your post-it note you need to select voice and it will ask for permission to use your microphone um, and you follow the instructions you can save it play it back save it and then if you're only happy with it you can click off and submit it uh, if you have any problems doing that you can also do a video so long as you don't show us yourself in the video that's fine my recommendation is just put your thumb over the camera and record your voice into so it becomes like an audio video uh, that would be fine too but if you come back within 10 minutes we'll have a a little audio play there on how to uh, create your padlet uh, audio padlet pie Okay, so I think, Russell, I'm right in saying we have now got to the end of today's show. Um, this will be up all day, won't it? So that people can go back, they can add on, they can post up, they can reply to blogs, put their own blogs up, record. It would be lovely to have tomorrow's session starting off with two or three recordings to get us into our theme of space. And tomorrow's poets are James Carter and Dom Conglon. Keep listening because on Wednesday we have the wonderful Kit Wright. On Thursday, we have Paul Cookson and the Scottish John Rice. And on Friday, Michelle Paver, who will be reading from Wolf Boy. Can't wait for that. It's so exciting as well. Thanks so much indeed. Uh, final shout outs from Ian coming up in just a second. It's just coming up to 18 minutes to 11. I hope you've enjoyed the show. As Pi said, we will package everything together. You'll be able to listen to the whole show again right from the start and be able to pause it and go back and listen again to any sections you want to hear again. You can also follow the exercises, all the padlets, all the posting services are available. Ian, what do you have? 
Thanks so much indeed, Russell. Yes, indeed. George, good morning, would like a shout out for his sister, Emily. She really, really wants one. Thank you for getting in touch. You are most welcome. Ollie says big shout out to Witchwood Primary School as well. Thank you so much. Shout out for Jack as well. Uh, and also for Molly Ann, who is nine and is in Exford. Also, Annie would like a shout out as well. On the email, we've had Lorraine Harrison get in touch. Big supporter of our show. Thank you, Lorraine. Good to hear from Wes McGee again. I used to recommend into schools in Yorkshire many years ago along with Nick Tozek who was on previously mm. great to link children good poets and authors on your show listen every day thanks from Lorraine Harrison Lorraine thank you so much for getting in touch really good to hear from you Arthur has been in touch can we have a shout out for Oaks CCV Primary School Class 3 as we have listened to all of your shows so far that's really really good to know thank you and finally uh, an email from Alexander. Good morning. I'd like to ask whether I need to log in before I can use the Padlets. No, you don't need to log in. You can just click on there and submit and you just need to wait a little bit of time because as you heard from Deputy Mitchell just now, in the last hour alone, over 1,500 Padlet comments have been coming through uh, and he is working incredibly hard to get them up there on the Padlet as quickly as possible. So keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a fantastic job and our huge thanks to Deputy Mitchell for working through at speed to get those submitted so that people can read their writing. It's been a fabulous morning. It's coming up to, uh, oh, it's actually 17 minutes to 11. Russell, thank you very much indeed. Uh, you're always reliable for a good time check there as well. And uh, the fabulous deputy, he's the fastest deputy in the West, I have to say, uh, listeners. 114 <laughs> cities now online and the instructions, which the lovely Amy recorded for us, is up there on the post-it, just above where you need to post your audio there. So some instructions. Listen to the instructions as well uh, we might also have some top tips for your voice when you are delivering that so get nice and close to the microphone uh, and no closer than 10 centimeters so a good hands width from there speak in a nice clear voice if you can if you're having to work with someone you might need to step in and step out just to keep your social distancing in check there as well and that's absolutely fine to do that if you wanted to well what an amazing show our 19th live radio broadcast and remember the difference is we're live you can interact with us for a whole hour how amazing is that one hour and a quarter from uh, what i see now but you are very welcome to the show packaged up on the site as quickly as you can we're back tomorrow for doing it all again and i'm so looking forward to it. it's space tuesday until then have a great day whatever you're doing stay safe and catch you tomorrow at 9 30 welcome to radio blogging daily shows with interactive activities to keep everyone busy and engaged brought to you by pi corbett david mitchell ian rocky and russell pro just listen and blog it's live fun and interactive and with new educational tasks every day just head over to radioblogging.net to listen and find out more